This episode of The Matt Report is brought to you by Easy Support Videos. It's a free-to-use plugin that allows you, the agency, the developer, the consultant, to easily embed videos inside of the WordPress admin. Love supporting your customers all over again, this time through video. You can create a dedicated video gallery that they can access at any time. Remind them how to use that Beaver Builder template, make that blog post, or use those custom fields. Support through video is amazing and easy support videos makes it easy. It's personalized support through video, which makes your customers feel so much better about doing business with you. It's easy with easy support videos. Find it on wordpress.org for free or just Google easy support videos. Easy support videos. Thanks for supporting the show. New website coming soon. P.S. It's my plugin. Welcome back to the Matt Report podcast. It's the show for opinionated, resilient business builders. How's that? Opinionated, resilient business builders? Anyway, we'll keep working on it. I like it. And that's what's leading us into the 2020 year in review. Let's dive right in. Number one, finding the premise for the Matt Report. There's 1.8 million podcasts out there and about 20 of them are about WordPress. You'd think that made for great odds, but not many people actually care about WordPress at a global scale. It's a topic I've covered at length before. Being a content creator in WordPress space, uh, you either do it for the love or you do it for the affiliate links. But as I've labeled myself a content creator and an artist, the topic of just WordPress is less interesting to me. Maybe even you. So as I work out my premise, the show for opinionated, resilient business builders, new guests and content will be produced. I feel like I've been telling you this for a while now, at least all of 2020, and that's the update. That's where I'm at with the show. I'll continue to deliver interviews and solo episodes with the occasional roundtable show. Uh, some of the tools that are people are using in business to build websites these days and e-commerce shops, things like Webflow, Airtable, Notion, they're all very exciting to me. And to be honest, I think WordPress is actually moving in that direction, but maybe we'll talk about that later. Sponsorship will still be open, and I'm happy to say that over the course of the year, I've raised over $2,000 for Big Orange Heart, not only from just the uh, sponsorships of the episodes, but Matt Report merchandise, which you can find at store.mattreport.com, and of course, my latest uh, challenge, which was sponsoring a video for a product on my YouTube channel, uh, which brought a whole bunch of people donating and buying these reviews, uh, but that's the side update to the update. December was insanely busy, and I'll be working on those videos uh, that the people purchased for me in January. Uh, that effort raised a lot more money than I expected, but also created a lot more work than I expected, uh, But though I do appreciate it, and I hope the folks over at, at A Big Orange Heart also appreciate it. Number two, Business 5000. At the end of 2019, heading into 2020, I started shopping around my idea for the Business 5000 at business5000.com. It is or was an idea accelerator. I grew the email list of interested people to 100 and I felt like I could get the chips to fall where I needed them to. But then COVID hit, mixed with a heap of social unrest in America, and it was just a shitty time to launch something like this. Plus, I don't want to. I lost all interest in it. I still think it's a strong idea and creating a community of people that achieve results in a particular area is something that I'm really interested in and I would still like to create. But for right now, Business 5000 is shelved. And that was one of the major focuses I had in 2020. I mean, I spent a lot of the end of 2019 thinking about it, how I was going to approach it, how I was going to tackle it. I did 
quick interviews with people who I thought would be great for the program, bounce those ideas off of them. I always said, and I still say, I need the Business 5000 for the Business 5000. It's like when you have an idea, can you turn to people with a, with a solid interest in helping you launch an idea and get feedback from them? That's what the Business 5000 was all about, is all about. I don't know. Like I said, I think it's shelved for now. Number three, easy support videos. You know the plugin that sponsored today's show. Uh, we launched ESV, that's what I call easy support videos, ESV, back in 2016, four years ago, which is just mind-blowing to me because it's like time is so lost <laughs> these days, and especially when you launch a product. Um, I'm a non-technical product maker. It started with Drupal themes way back in the day. Then I moved to WordPress themes early on in my agency career. And then Conductor Plugin was one of my best and worst successes and failures, right, combined. Uh, a plugin for WordPress. And now Easy Support Videos uh, was something that has taken the reins from a product perspective. Uh, I think I'll always be developing some type of software. And you might not even hear me talk about it because for 2020, I barely touched it, which is what we're going to talk about in a second. I took a lot of the lessons learned from conduct Conductor, uh, like not tackling an overly complex product that needs to be deeply integrated with WordPress core, third-party themes, and other plugins in a hyper-competitive market. Uh, we were trying to rethink page building and say no one wants a heavy page builder in the vortex of page builders just blowing up, right? There was the, the many years where people hated page builders because they were terrible, but then good page builders came, good is a relative uh, subjective word, but Elementor, Beaver Builder, Breezy, all these you know popular ones today, and they were starting to grow exponentially at the time that we were saying, look, we're building something of an alternative, and we just couldn't get the attention. Plus, for what we'll talk about in a moment here, it was also very challenging from a product pipeline perspective. Tons of things that we were trying to solve for many different use cases. It's quite challenging. So I've talked about this experience in the past, so I won't go too deep uh, on this podcast episode about it, but I highly recommend keeping your first or your next product as lightweight as possible. Uh, the biggest challenge here is that my lead developer for the plugin, Scott, is still 98% of the time working on Slocum Studio client work. We could never get themes and conductor to outpace the service work in order to flip the switch to just having products. It was like, you know, the dream that we all have. I've interviewed people about, it's one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to learn from others, help you learn from others. So many people started in the agency and client services space. They found a particular uh, need in the market as they were servicing customers and then they turned it into a product and voila, overnight they had success. I mean, Beaver Builders, uh, the Beaver Builder team quite famously talks uh, about this or at least talked about it early in the early days of, of launching Beaver Builder. But cash flow wasn't the only reason, but it was a big part of it. So now we have version 2.0 slated to release in January with a whole new set of features and a website that I've slowly been working on. Uh, and I feel really it's just pumped up about it, but also like there's not this huge stress on it. I'm not at the agency day to day. Scott still does agency stuff day to day. You know, 2020, it took him 2020 to get version 2.0 out. You know, we launched it in 2016. His first commit to version 2.0 was in January 2020. And here we are going right into 2021 and we're literally a year. And these weren't major feature releases or a major rewrite or integration. It's just time, man. It's time. It's balancing. I'm, an, again, non-technical co-founder and I'd love to be able to do this stuff. 
But, uh, you know, I'm envious of the WordPress developers out there that can code their own product and, you know, don't spend resources directly on that area. Uh, either way, I'm excited to launch version 2.0 of Easy Support Videos. So look forward to more updates around the success of that product in the future. I said it there, there's a success, like I'm uh, positive affirmations, right? <laughs> I mean, there will be success with this product and there has been success with this product. And I'll tell you really quick, like why I feel or how I know Easy Support Videos is going to be a better success than Conductor, even though it hasn't sold the same amount of volume as Conductor has because it's not something people are searching for. But there's 700 active installs in WordPress.org right now with minimal, 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 not even on the radar of support questions. And we sell maybe four or five licenses a day, or excuse me, a day, I wish, a month. And I'd be like, wow, you know, no one asks us for support. No one's really trying to figure this out or banging their heads against their desk like they had to do with Conductor. And it was, you know, a little bit of Conductor, but it was a lot of bit of the WordPress ecosystem. You have this plugin that's quite complex, trying to do all these other things in this space. Man, it's hard to uh, shoehorn your product into such a fragmented space. But like I said, I'm not going to talk about that in <laughs> too much deeper in this episode. Number four, the move to Castos. Uh, the move to Castos was right. It was right for me. It was the right right move for me. Uh, I was previously that Pagely and selling WordPress hosting isn't for the faint of heart. And it's the market that wasn't all that interesting to me. Like it, it was, it was fun, a great team. It just wasn't the thing that I that was for me as you know I, I matured in that space. It's a it's a cutthroat industry, and it's not that it was that it's difficult and I was sort of shying away from something. It was just, I've been in sales all my life. While I do enjoy it, there's complexities, at least in that market, that just makes it unfun, <laughs> not fun. Uh, don't enjoy the sales process as much as maybe selling a website, selling a car, selling a service, something else, right? Selling a podcast. Um, it's just not as fun for me anyway. Uh, so being able to sink my teeth into product development, marketing, and of course, podcasting at Castos, it's really a dream come true. It's a, it's, it really feels like a dream job for me. Uh, the team is great and we're growing, growing really fast. It's great to work alongside someone like Craig, the owner of Castos, that really wants to see the product improve. It's not just resting on the laurels of the industry, uh, but we're creating something that solves a need for lots of podcasters. So, you know, it's easy to sit back and say, put out a subpar product in a space that's growing, right? Anyone can build a podcast hosting company um, or a product, but building a company out of it and a passionate user base and uh, an empowered uh, staff and, and developers that are using it are totally different things. And that, you know, just, it's an honor uh, to work alongside Craig, who's, who has done that and is continuing to do it. And I'm super excited uh, to see where we're headed in 2021. We're growing really fast. It's amazing. Uh, I'm also scratching that creative itch, and it's been a huge benefit stress-wise. 
You know, I've mentioned this on other shows before, but I haven't been producing nearly any videos on the Plugin Tut YouTube channel, and I feel okay with that. Just okay. I don't feel great about it, but I feel okay about it. Um, I love growing out the Castos YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Castos. You can find all like the podcasting tips, integrating podcasting with other pieces of software, strategies, marketing stuff there. Again, youtube.com slash Castos if you want to follow me over there and pump up the numbers of the YouTube channel, because I'm happy to say that I've doubled it since I started contributing there. You know, not contributing videos to Plugin Tut. I don't know about you, but as a creator, and especially as a YouTuber, like you're always, there's this pressure. It comes from nowhere. It's just like, you know, people watch your videos. You enjoy the rush of uploading a video and seeing people's reactions uh, or not. And you get this pressure that you have to keep creating. And with my day job at Pagely, I was, you know, super busy uh, some days and I just, weeks and you're just exhausted. You're tired. You don't want to launch anything else uh, on your side hustle. And that's what it felt like sometimes that I was forcing out a video. And if I didn't get a video out for that week, I was bummed out about it and really just drained my energy where it doesn't happen at Castos. Uh, I'm YouTube is part of my day job. So <laughs> it's that creative itch, which I've, again, I've mentioned before. Anyway, I can't wait to see where we're at uh, when I do my 2021 end of year review at Castos. Um, you know, thumbs up to everything that's happening over there. Uh, personal life wise, you know, things are great. Uh, short of this COVID stuff, my wife is a nurse. Uh, so that's kind of scary and stressful as well. But uh, I have three sons and they're doing amazing and they're fun and they're crazy and it's stressful and it's fun and it's stressful and it's fun, all that fun stuff. Um, otherwise, everything is thumbs up over there. As always, I appreciate you listening to the show, subscribing. And if you do just one last thing before the year is out, leave me a five-star review on iTunes. Search for me on iTunes, Matt Report, if you're already listening to me on Apple Podcasts, which I know a majority of you do because I look at the podcast stats. Leave me a five-star review on iTunes. really helps. Leave a little comment. I like to share it. It makes me feel good. Tweet at me. What did you like about the show this year? I thought about doing like a year-end review compilation. Uh, I just didn't have the time or the energy to get it all done. Maybe I'll still do it in January as just like, who cares? Like who who defines these end of year reviews? Like they have to be called end of year and you have to get them out before the end of the year. I guess that's the, I guess that's the point of it. Anyway, that's the show. We'll see you next year.